Welcome to Almost Cooperstown. I'm Mark. And this is Gordon. And we love talking about baseball. I want to talk today about overrated and underrated teams. And there's been uh, both over the course of the history of baseball. But the best, best thing to do to start probably would be to define what makes a team, at least as far as we're concerned, what we think you know, makes a team overrated or underrated. And I think it's hard because in the context of the conversation, you're also kind of talking about the overall place you're trying to put them in, because you could be talking about teams that like all time teams is going to, who's overrated and underrated in the context of who's the greatest of like team or dynasty of all time is different in like, who is the greatest team of the 1970s or the best team to never win a world series. So I think it's interesting in some respects for me, I think underrated usually goes with, it can't be like there's always the one team that's not really like underrated. Everybody just has them as they're like, oh, well, they're not the classic pick for whatever kind of grouping you're doing. I think for me, the underrated team is the team that's usually like statistically actually way better than people realize. And then it's just they're not talked about because for whatever reason, they weren't as interesting a team. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's true. I think we'll be, you know, putting out some teams out there. Think, wow, I guess they were better than we thought. Um, and, and we might put some teams out there that like, man, they were in it all the time, but they didn't get over the mountain. So I, I would add mm-hmm. to that, that, you know, winning more than one World Series, right, is really in, in a in a smaller period of time. That's that that means that that team and hopefully it's most of the same players, right, because what happens is you know when you have a great team like the Yankees over the years with 28 world championships they have no- notable periods of excellence where they're winning lots of world series the t- the player they were so good that the players on those teams would change so you have to sort of era out okay what was the Dimaggio era right and what was the the Mickey Mantle era and and mm. they're not and the Babe Ruth era and they're not all concurrent they're different eras so they had these protracted periods of excellence with different players in the same franchise so it really has to be the group of players that were mostly playing together to some degree or else it's just a franchise. Right, exactly. And so there is always the I think that's the easiest way to kind of look at it. Like in some respects, like I think if you win a World Series, it's hard for you to be overrated as a team because you won a World Series. But I think there's a definitive like you look at a team being like if you're talking about a fluke, you could because you can win a World Series and still have it be kind of a fluky World Series that like if you played that season out. And X number of times, that's probably the only time that particular team wins the World Series. So I'll, I'll, I'll start off with one that that is, is a current team uh, that I think, you know, let's say, I don't know if I call them overrated, but they should have won more. That's the Dodgers. Yeah, okay. I think the, the, the Dodgers are a prime <laughs> example that they've only won one World Series. Right. And they won it in what people will consider a compromised season. Like, it's not the best look. Right. So they've averaged 98 wins a year without the COVID season. They had a good season last year. That probably would have translated to something along those lines or better. So, I mean, that's a team of sustained excellence over a five-year period, if you want to call 16 through last year. They've been, what, like a favorite or the favorite to win the World Series, like every one of those years. They should have won more than one. I think the Dodgers would say that, you know, they they were They probably should have won more than one. exactly. We can get into that that whole thing. Now, they would say, we definitely should. Should have won more right. than one, but there was a certain you know team that played in Houston that um altered the 
state of that affair. Okay. Okay. But I, I, I think the dot, you wouldn't right away think of them, but to me, that's like a team that should have won more. And I'd throw in another team um, in that same decade, not as dramatic because they didn't win any world championships, but the Tigers from 11 to 14 won four straight division championships, could never get out of their own way. No, it doesn't count. Okay. But no, no, no. I think, I think they're the kind of team where it's just like, Outside of having like a, they don't remind me, strike me as a team that was like, why didn't they win one nearly as much? Because there Good was point. so much elite competition around them. What I do which think what's interesting is that at the beginning of the decade, the team that was winning during that time is a team that most accounts people would not say should have won that many World Series in that time frame. And that's the San Francisco Giants winning three World Series in that time frame. Three and five years, and and you know, and, and yet you wouldn't have looked at that team as a juggernaut, right? In terms of like they weren't a team that destroyed the competition. They just found ways to win World Series. I think with a uh, sort of a patched together at times cast uh, that had some great players like Buster Posey and Mad Bum. Uh, at the same time, you'd be hard pressed to name you know six or seven starting players on that team if you don't follow baseball closely. The, the, the thing was is they just pitched really well. And their pitchers got super hot going into the postseason. Mm -hmm. And they just rode that. And I think it's like the kind of thing where people are like, oh, well, they won the World Series. Yeah, but if the sometimes the 1% comes up and that team wins the World Series. And obviously for them, it was more than 1% because they kept doing it. But yes, it, it's hard to believe. Yes, yeah, I, I, I think so. I, they are underrated because they don't have the 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 sort of cachet of being a team that had yeah, it, even nobody even considers them a dynasty. So. No, no, they weren't. They didn't have a personality, right? That, that said, you know, we were a great hitting team. We were a great pitching team. They were just a team that won <laughs> World Series, a bunch of World Series, yeah. With the, with the, essentially the same cast. So okay, you know what? okay. Obviously, if we're, then we're talking about also, I just thought of this: a team that was obviously way more prolific than what the Tigers did in 11 is the Braves and their dominance in the NL East throughout the 90s. So they're on my list. Okay, so from 1995 to 2005, the Braves at that time won 11 straight division crowns. It's, it's hard for a Met fan to say this, because but you saw it every year. They averaged 97 wins for 11 years. So that blows the Dodgers out of the water. And they won one World Series. Not not good. So and and they lost, you know, in the World Series to the Yankees. Uh, but it it just stunned me and how they, just they didn't go again. Yeah, they 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 couldn't do that. Now um, they should have won more. Um, and I'll even go. Uh, here's another team that you don't even think about it that way because they're sort of like the little engine that could all the time with money ball approaches and so on and so forth. That's the Oakland A's. I have a harder time putting like, I, and I wonder if just because of the the perception that people have of them that they were the plucky underdog, so it's almost okay that they never won. Well, I'll go back further, and let's go back to 1988, which is the year be uh, before they won their uh, World Series uh, in '89 with the Bash Brothers and 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 whatnot. So, 15 playoff appearances in 33 years. Pretty good. That, that's every other year. You think you could have like won more than one World Series? I don't even think they got to two World Series, actually, you know, in, in that in that period of time. You would know better than I. Would. So so all I'm saying is, is that we give them credit for being the plucky upstart. And yet as as a team that, you know, geez, if you're that good in the play, I mean, who would, wouldn't like to be in the playoffs 
every other year for 30 years. You should be able to get a one or two of those over the line. So I, I just thought that was interesting that, you know, we don't think of them that way. Um, so how about another un- underrated team? Oh, go yeah, yeah, yeah. You have one? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, and, and Yankee fans. So before we say that, let, let's just let's just put the Yankees aside for a second. Okay, because any conversation you have about great all-time teams and and years of dominance and is is got to start with the Yankees, right? From 1920 to 1964, the Yankees had a an under 500 season one time. That's pretty good. One time they lost more games in 45 years. So when you talk about sustained excellence, it, it, you, you basically have to sort of say, okay, let's put them over here and maybe we'll do like the greatest, you know, teams of all time kind of a thing. And you'll throw some Cardinal teams in, in there and so on. So the, the Yankees uh, and are, are just, you know, in another class. So their rival, however, the Red Sox, who, you know, as we recount, went, went 0 for most of the 20th century. And, <laughs> um, from 2003 to 2007, won two World Series uh, 94 wins over five, you know, over five years per year. Um, I think that that those that was sort of an underrated franchise because just winning the first one just finally made it such that you didn't have to talk about it anymore and you didn't really the think pressure, about the franchise. The pressure was lifted, and I think like it's interesting because you get teams that kind of get trapped in that quagmire of like, oh, they really should have won one, and every time they don't win one and they get close. Like, I wonder what's more pressure for the franchise, a team that's a perennial loser or a team that gets close and just never gets it over the line? Uh, a team that's a perennial loser. So um, I, I, maybe loser is the wrong thing, but a team that doesn't get to the playoffs, that doesn't play in the postseason or, or even get to a World Series. Or if they do get to the postseries, they just they don't even make it to the championship. They're out in the division or something. Right, right. I, 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 I'm gonna. I don't. I don't mean to pick on a franchise here, but when I looked at it, you know, a franchise that's been around a really long time, right, since 1901, original American League fan, franchise. Um, you know, just you look through their history, and they never had a sustained period of excellence, and that would be the Chicago White Sox. And it, it's it's amazing to me, right? Because you know, well, they don't win World Series very often. They won in '05, um, but they but they have they, won once, won one somewhat recently in '05. But before that, it was 1917. Okay, before yeah, and that's yeah, that not counting gap. the Black Sox. And then they didn't go to the World Series for 40 years. Yeah, that's got to be rough. So, so like, I'm just saying this is a this is a an original franchise, the American League, and just does, they don't have that. The Pirates also only have little bits, you know. Uh, of uh, well, in the in the 70s, the Pirates had two World Series winners in nine years and made the playoffs uh, six times. So I, you know, give them credit. That's a really good decade for the Pirates, and it's a good thing because there aren't any other. Well, yeah, then, well, like you could talk about the Pirates, but if you really want to talk about a hard up franchise. You kind of have to go to the Seattle Mariners. Well, you know, I, I had them on my list because the 2000 to 2004 Mariners, so that's five yeah, years. Especially that 2001 team. Right, right. 98 wins a year. They won one division. And including a year, and that was the year they went 116 yep. and 46 and went, were out in five games in the ALCS. I feel bad for the Mariners and, and, you know, hopefully they're building towards something, uh, you know, now, uh, finally that they've uh, admitted that they're, they're rebuilding. Uh, but yeah, they, they, you know, that one spate was their only one and they're a relatively recent team. That's as close as they've come. And like, it's just, that's, 
that's brutal on some franchises. And I think it's also interesting when you look at like, you also have the teams of like, I thought, I, I think we could go back and talk about a team that should have won more. And you kind of have to look at the, the eight, that, that Mets team of the late eighties. Yep, yep. Because I know you mentioned that the Oakland left Oakland athletics being great in 88, but what about those 88 Mets? Well, from 85 to 90, the Mets averaged 96 wins a year. Uh, and any Mets fan will tell you the one World Series just seemed like they were, they had, they kind of had it all, right, uh, in 86 and, and, and with the pitching and, and so on. But the, a lot of things happened to their players and, and some of them were off the field things that impacted their, their ability to win. And they, they almost got to the World Series, if not for Mike Socha's home run off Doc Good in 1988. And yeah, I, I would say the Mets to a man would tell you that we should have been in three World Series and, and won a couple of them at least in that five-year period. Definitely. So um, how about um, another underrated team? And when you think about uh, the little engines that could, I, I think about a team like the Minnesota Twins um, in the late 80s from 1987 to 92. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won two World Series uh, for a team that, you know, really was – not considered a great team. They managed to squeak in there um, uh, in 87 and, and 91, they won the world series, uh, obviously on that great game by Jack Morris in game seven. Um, I don't think people think of that twins team as being that, that good, you know, and I think that they were underrated. So, I mean, I think it's interesting because you could probably go to the team. That's the biggest example of, that in some respects, which is that, that Cardinals team that won the world series in 06. Yeah. They won 83 games that season. Yeah, you know, and, and I should have mentioned this before. You're right. Um, 83 games. So up until 1969, and, and so this, you know, there was just two leagues. There were no divisions. So basically, you could have a really good season and finish second, like, you know, a bunch of years. And some teams did that and and be thinking that we were the team that could have been had we just been able to get over the top oh, that oh. one year. Or yeah, or, or you know, you're it's even worse for you, and you're playing in the American League with the Yankees for this whole period right. of time, right. and they have half of the Hall current Hall of Fame on their roster, and you just you finish second every year to them. Right, right, and and so teams would come up and try to you know uh, vie for the uh, American League championship with the Yankees, and obviously most of the time fall short, uh, and they could have been really really good teams, just not good enough to to beat the Yankees. So you had to wait until the Yankees sort of went quiet, um, like the Orioles did. You know, in the mid '60s, right? The Yankees won their last championship in uh, 1960. Let's see, the Dodgers won in '63. I think '62 was the last time. And then by by the mid '60s, the Yankees weren't any good, and the Orioles won two World Series and lost two World Series in the period between 1966 and '74. And they had some really great teams. Yeah, but you wonder how much of that was as they happened to have the good team at the time. When the Yankees finally fell off, the Yankees fall off 10 years earlier, who in the 50s takes over instead. Right, right. And there are a bunch of different teams. There was no one team in the American League in the 50s that was the heir apparent to the Yankees. So, you know, you had the White Sox sometime. You had, you know, teams pop up and you know, the Red Sox had some good teams, but not one team that's like, oh, man, if they went, we finished second every year. That didn't happen, I believe. Hmm. So um, and you also you can go back to the Phillies. Um, now there's another team that's been around for forever. Um, and, but don't have, but for really 
I think one extended period of excellence. You want to call the 2007 to 11 Phillies when they won the World Series in 09. That was a good Philly team. That was five years. That was a good set of Phillies teams. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't say that, you know, that was neither or overrated or underrated. They won they their were one World Series. there. Right, 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 right. Uh, were but one the, of the good teams of that era. Uh, maybe a, some better Philly teams were around in, in the late 70s. From 76 to 83, the Phillies won five division championships, but they only won one World Series. This is the Mike Schmidt Phillies, the Steve Carlton Phillies. Uh, I don't know. For me, I thought the Phillies should have won more. I think it's interesting because it's like so many of these teams, when you look at it, really, you look at these teams that like they won one, but you're like, how did you not win more with that uh, collection of players that you had? Right. Right. You know, I, um, I've, I've talked about going to see the Indians play the Braves in the 95 World Series uh, in Cleveland and the Braves, Glavin pitched a great game, won that, won that uh, World Series at the Braves. Uh, the Indians from 95 to 2001 were a, a top-notch team. I mean, they, they were yeah. in the playoffs every year. They never won a World Series. Well, they haven't won a World Series since 1948. Um, you know, they never won anything. So that's, that's a team that especially, I think. Especially that 95 team had six all-stars. Yeah, and- yeah won their division by 30 games. They set a record while six players on their team hit over 300 with five of them having 20 plus home run seasons. Like, yeah, yeah. I can, I can, a really good that was a team of mashers, yeah. you know? So, and, and yet, you know, whether it was the pitching that fell short or, or whatever it was to, to not even get, uh, did they get their, did they get to one world series? Yeah. They lost to the Marlins. Um, in 97, but that's the only time they even got to the World Series, much less win one. So I, I oh, think 95, that... 95, they got to the World Series and lost to the Oh, that's right. Obviously, they won. The, they got the two World Series and lost to the Thank you for for correcting me. So, yeah, and, and I think... We talk about a team that also is hard to put into this, like the Yankees. The Dodgers have been around a really long time. We, right? yeah, we kind of talked about them a little bit already in terms of the context of their more recent season. Right, right. But if you go back to the mid... 1940s from 46 to 56 the Brooklyn Dodgers this is obviously right before they end up leaving for Los Angeles they averaged 95 wins a year for 11 years in all 154 game seasons and that's important right because that 95 wins probably translates to 99 or 100 wins almost a season in 162 yeah. games you take five percent or so um, you know, it, it, it's going to add, you know, at least three, four or five wins to their, their total. So that's pretty ex, you know, they had just the misfortune, um, of going to the world series and playing the Yankees every year. And the Yankees were just unbelievable at that time. And so the Dodgers, you know, would lose every year and where the expression, you know, wait till next year comes from, wasn't from the Dodgers because they would get to the world series every year and lose to the Yankees. Finally, in 1955, the Dodgers won their only world series in Brooklyn. They, they, they right before they left basically too. So they, they, they win the world series in Brooklyn and they, and in 55 um, and 56, the Yankees win again, the Dodgers move. And in from 1959, the now Los Angeles, Angeles Dodgers with Sandy Koufax and Don Drysdale and uh, from 1959 to 66 they win three World Series and lose one World Series so four World Series they're just moved to the West Coast they had a bad first season and then they were really excellent over the next you know eight years uh, and boy wouldn't that spoil your fans a little bit I can see why there's a whole bunch of LA Dodger fans yeah you, they show up they walk into town and immediately start winning that's going to win your fans 
um, uh, and, an, and another team, and again, I, I didn't want to talk about the Cardinals other than when I went back and looked at the, I don't know if you're familiar with the the gas house gang expression. that re- I've re- heard the name. Wasn't that an, an athletics team? A no, no, no. These, these are the Cardinals. The, the, the Cardinals okay, from, from 1926 to 35. Um, you know, Hornsby, they had, they had just, you know, great players. Dizzy Dean. Um, they won three World Series and lost two World Series in that 10-year period and averaged 92 wins a year over that 10-year period of, and, and 154 games. That was... Uh, and and they were competing against the Yankees, right? The the Yankees won in twenty seven. The Yankees won in twenty eight. The Yankees won in thirty two. So it was like Yankees or Cardinals for a while in the twenties, and the in th- the early thirties. Yeah, well, well, especially well throughout the beginning of baseball, it's usually Yankees and somebody yeah. else. True, true story. True story. So these these are I think teams that maybe get a little forgotten when we talk about you know those Cardinal teams. And I think and, that's where some of the underrated comes from. Yeah. That into because they played during these periods of times where one team dominated so much they get lost in the shuffle of not really getting anointed into their place in history like the same way during that time where the celtics were winning all those championships in basketball right there were probably other great teams of that era that just kind of get lost because oh guess what you played at the same time as the celtics so if you okay i'll i'll, I'll, I'll read out some record you tell me is this team overrated underrated which would you put it so um 96 wins over 11 years in a row average Seven-time division champions, two World Series. What do you think? Overrated, 1970 to 1981. If I tell you the team, tell me the team because it's so hard to tell. <laughs> it's so hard. I, I think it is. I don't know if that's interesting. Like, you need to know who it is to know the context of why they would be being considered. I the think. Cincinnati Reds. I think that team is probably a little overrated because they have the whole nickname and aura to them, the Big Red Machine. Huh. And are they really that notable a team from that era, I guess, is the question. I don't know. That also comes from my relative ignorance to their perception to that time. You know what I mean? I don't know what like it wasn't like I'm their contemporary. So I only see them through the historical lens of looking back on them. They might have dominated baseball talk in a lot a lot bigger way. So it makes sense why they were given that kind of nickname. Well, and that, that also came out of the fact that the Reds, you know, were the big red machine. Right. And they won in 75 and they uh, lost uh, and, and, and they won in 76. So they beat the Red Sox in 75 and they beat the Yankees in 76. Um, and so they had those two World Series in the middle of that period of excellence. Um, and so that was a group of guys, you know, winning back to back World Series is kind of cool. I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. It's hard to see. That's the thing. It's hard to be somebody's overrated when you won back to back World Series. Yeah. So I, I think they're right on the cusp, right? A little bit. Right. I, I think they should. I, if you're suggesting they should have won more, yeah, you win 96 wins a year for 11 years. You win seven division championships. You're a pretty good team. It's hard to yeah, really say. Yeah. You could have thrown another World Series in there. So I'd say they're sort of right, you know, right in the middle, um, you know, more than any, any of the others that we discussed. Um, the, um, the athletics, you know, have obviously uh, a, a long history going back to Philadelphia. And, you know, they won two World Series in three years and they went to the World Series three years in a row from 29 to 31. I don't know how I look at that. Underrated, overrated, a lot of old time baseball well, that, fans. That 31 that athletics team. The thing is, is that they should have won the World Series. Right. And they didn't. Like, they had a guy that won the triple crown of pitching. They crushed the Yankees, beat them by like a ton of games that year. 
And then they lost in seven games to the Cardinals that season when they probably shouldn't have. That was such a good team. They'd already won back-to-back World Series. They're almost like, you yeah, should have won three. <laughs> and, and that's maybe why we kind of put out there that, that those gas house gang Cardinal teams uh, that we talked about from 26 to 35, that was a team that beat those 31 athletics. Mm-hmm. And, and they might have been also underrated, you know, because we, we tend to think that it was the athletics not winning that series, but the Cardinals. Instead you know, of the Cardinals winning it. Right, right. So I, I think that's, you know, I, I think ultimately at the end of the day, it's just interesting to look at the context of this discussion because overrated and underrated is what is as much dependent on, I feel like, who and what teams you're talking about. And like the error, like what the criteria for that discussion is. So at the end of the day, like if you're talking about greatest teams of all time, that's a, that that we go a certain way with that. And you're almost always going to end up with some era of the Yankees teams. But there's a lot of other different discussions. We should, we'll we'll do an episode on that, but I think we're going to get deep in there. Got to go in the weeds, right? And make sure that it, it's there's a, I don't know how we even figure that out, a core group of players, right? That, that it wasn't a new cast of characters that came that in. was driving their, you know, success. You know, that, that it was the, like, yeah, these guys won. Because that's what, to me, it's a great team. If you've got a, a great team and they win, you know, like the Giants, if they would have won in 10 and 12, and then a bunch of new guys came in in 14, like the Red Sox. That was kind of like different guys on their world. Yeah, it was like two completely different teams. Right, right, teams. right. So I, I don't think this. So if you're talking about greatest teams of all time, it has to have those primary players. Right. Know. And you're going to have to have one multiple World Series with the same set of primary players, which there's probably not a lot of teams that have done that. And and I guess the last thing I'll say is, is that, yeah, that whole dividing part of 1969 is important because without having just think about multiple, no playoffs, multiple <laughs> rounds of playoffs just completely changes right, things. Right. Right. It makes it much harder, I think, to be an all time great team, uh, obviously, when you because you're way less like gauntlet. Yeah. You, you, especially because it's much more likely that a team that just has all the best players will be in lots of World Series with the pre 1969 rule, because if you're just because if you have the best players, you'll be better on average throughout regular seasons. So then you only have to win one playoff series rather than being a team that can win multiple playoff series every year. And and, and I guess it kind of makes uh, what the Dodgers are doing even a little more impressive now, right? That right. In this day and age, you can sustain. Now uh, people go, yeah, ha ha. All they need to do is spend a lot of money, which is what they do. But we've seen it plenty of times, and being Mets fans, and they're doing we know it. <laughs> just spending the, the money doesn't make it happen. <laughs> You know, it also helps that, you know, a lot of the team and the teams in their division have basically been screwing around for the past, you know, six, seven seasons. So the, the teams that haven't, you know, won, uh, you know, World Series, uh, teams like the Padres, you know, teams like the Rays, obviously in, in recent now, both of those franchises have something to look forward to getting their first World Series victory, right? The Rays made it to the World Series. The Padres have been there a couple of times. Uh, but, but getting that, it's, it's like we talked about earlier. It's yeah. getting that monkey off your back, like those teams, like the Red Sox, when they finally won one, then the Cubs finally won one. It's just like, okay, you're, it's not a thing that pressures the franchise season in, season out. Yeah, yeah, and and you know the Indians since '48 now the I think the longest team with without a World Series and the, and the White Sox only winning in 1917 and 2005. I but mean, at least that, they got one in 2005. Yeah, but but none of those people are can tell you about it because they're not here anymore. <laughs> so, thanks for listening. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, and you can follow us on Twitter at Almost Cool.